breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to The Glitter Boys. So eight and a half by 11 is the standard. And if you can get the college ruled, I feel like you can fit more into it. Um, number two is definitely preferred. I do, however, like a bit of flair at the end of it. I go with like a green or a purple eraser. What the heck are you talking about, Matthew? <laughs> there, there's, there's many ways to do character sheets, but you know, one has stood the test of time. It can be, it can be done in the seventies. It can be done modern and it can be done by candlelight with, you know, some, some rocks being used as dice. And that is the venerable paper and pen. So today we are talking about how to make an effective character sheet or uh, which character sheets do you like or what's your preference or fuck character sheets to keep it all in my mind. <laughs> I don't know anybody who plays that way. No, I was going to say I, that that person is is suspected and uh, is probably is probably the devil. I, I, <laughs> I have met one person who is like that, and it was in a Palladium game. And <laughs> I, they were a theoretical physicist, so you know the, the ability to keep complex math in your head. I mm, I never caught him cheating once, so I was inclined to believe they were actually doing it. You no. Know, if I were playing with that person, I imagine I wouldn't be playing with them for very much longer because they would have been weeded out in session zero. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, character sheets. Uh, so many types, so many, you know, on paper, form fillable, print them out. You know, what do we like? What do we not like? Well, I'll tell you one thing I don't like, and I'm just going to go there. The official Palladium character sheets have never done it for me just so much text on one single sheet of paper and it's also small I, I i've never been able to use them like i think i gave it a shot on multiple occasions throughout my gaming career and never once have those sheets satisfied me it's got to be hard to use the palladium ones though because the the, the sheer scope like you you can't do 16 sheets for the 16 new RCCs or that, that you put in that book. The, the sheer scope of each one has got to just be daunting. One of the problems that you encounter with that approach is that they make a character sheet for every class. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> well, they, they did at first. I know that with fantasy, at least they did a character sheet themed for every class. And that just takes up so much paper in your book that it mm -hmm. it becomes a record-keeping nightmare. It would have been so much more effective to just build a functional universal sheet for the system. Yeah. So the the path guy um, did a great series of three five generators and fill fill inables basically. And I I just I I honestly feel that okay you know what strike all that let's just start with what I don't like. I don't want a place for my character sketch. I don't want something that's going to use up a lot of my printer ink for style. I don't, I don't want that. I want easily checkable boxes 
that make sense and are linked to the things that matter to that. Like, God, now I'm doing it. Next to your ability scores, you have your saves. That makes sense to me. As long as like in D&D, it's tied to that. When it's three pages back and not tied, that bothers me. I, I, I need, especially in a game like any, any Palladium game, I need conciseness and not so much flavor on the character sheet. The flavor is all in your mind, and it doesn't need to be there, in my humble opinion. That's, I mean, I tend to agree with, agree with that. I have found myself avoiding concise character sheets like the plague over the years. <laughs> and, and that's partially because any, anything that my character is going to be doing on, on the regular, it's not uncommon for me to rip the text right out of the book and drop it on some paper and staple it to the character sheet <laughs> just so I have it at my fingertips. Don't have to look it up quickly. I, my approach to character sheets tends to be what is the GM like and what can the GM use most effectively? Because I remember how many times back in the old days or even nowadays online where the GM's got a quick look at somebody's character sheet. So they got to be able to find the information fast. And so something that's nice, concise, and is in line with what the GM needs to see on the first page, and then everything else after that is whatever weird random order that I've hacked apart, taken apart a PDF, reassembled to work for me. That's how I do it. Well, if we're talking about GMs, oftentimes a GM will have a preferred sheet that they will just have everybody use. So in that case, that they've already got you covered right there. Right. They can grab that sheet from you and already know where it is because they're familiar with it. Mm -hmm. Me, for my characters, when I am a player, I am with Matthew. I like pen and paper. I find that a nice college rule eight and a half by 11 sheet or legal pad version is... I can write the eight stats in the top near the top left underneath my name, class and race and stuff uh, to the right of that. I write the derived bonuses. I, I played a lot of a D and D second edition. And back in the day, the sheet had the, your stats and then it had the derived modifiers for each one of those stats. And I got so used to that format that I just, my brain functions that way. Bars, lift gates. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately to the right of that, I'll do a concise little block of my basic combat stuff, my tanks per melee, my total strike mod, and so on. Directly underneath the stats, my skills list. Like, honestly, mm -hmm. my, my first page is basically stats, combat mods, skills. I am a big fan yeah. of the skills for Palladium games being broken out into, like, three columns for your class electives and secondaries because in a lot of the systems depending on how you got that skill changes yeah the values for it yeah. and so I, I i like it when the sheet recognizes that and has that built in yeah i i agree the 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 three different types of skills and they're associated how much more you get each level yeah, that's it, it's it's a new layer of complexion of complexity that only Palladium has to deal with. And that definitely needs to be a part of a sheet. I would make a distinction here that Palladium players 
uh, may or may not be familiar with how different the skills can be across the various palladium properties. <laughs> if yeah. you're going back to first ed, then you've got your OCC skills, your elective skills, and your secondary skills. However, your OCC skills can be part, can all draw from the elective or secondary list. But then you also have class abilities like the priests, you know, uh, raised dead or um, uh, turned dead or whatever, and, and other things that have percentage per level. Then you got the weapon proficiencies, which do you list those separately or do you keep those with your electives? And then so on and so on. Then come second ed and also rifts instead of electives and secondaries, you have other skills <laughs> and secondaries. And it. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's a little, it can be daunting if you're trying to keep track of it all in your head and apply the same logic from one Palladium system to another when building a character. Yeah, and uh, other systems within the Palladium family are definitely like that. One of the best ninjas and super spies sh sheets I ever saw had your basically overall topic overall summary character sheet and then followed by up to three combat form sheets one Oof. for each style because one of the big conceits of ninjas and super spies is the pre-mma things don't mix conceit and yeah. since hand-to-hand -hand combat is so crazy and over the top in ninjas and super spies you practically need a full sheet for each style yeah did, did ninjas and super spies ever adapt to include MMA? No. <laughs> that that would have meant they put a product out for it after, oh, I don't know, when was UFC one? Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's old. No, they're both old, but. Yeah. Equipment list. I don't think it needs to be on a sheet. It, it will invariably outgrow the space that the character sheet will give for it. And you will be hunting between two. I think it's best just to leave it off. That is always a separate sheet of paper. Oh, yeah. I I can't remember the last time I recorded equipment on an official character sheet. It was always like a composition book mm -hmm. <laughs> or, yeah. or a separate notebook that I just sort of kept sections for different characters. Yeah. Other than the weapons, yep. it, I always just yeah. tack on an extra piece of paper. My first DM uh, by the name of Danny. Hi, Danny. I know you listen. Is was draconian about if you don't have it written down, you don't have it. And if you don't have the weight, you probably don't have it either because <laughs> you've been carrying it. And I honestly, if if it's if it's over like 50 pounds, I think that's 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 reasonable. I, I like that approach in many games. There's many other games where I think a more freeform approach to hand-waving equipment is totally fine. But if we're doing some kind of a very hardcore dungeon crawl or survival-based kind of thing, then I'm of the same opinion. If it's not written down, you don't have it. Unless yeah. you can find a way to scrounge it up from the environment, then sure. And once you do that, be sure to write it down. Otherwise, you don't have it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> also, scrounging from the environment should be on your skill tree area. <laughs> if it's not written down there, you're not doing it. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Anyway, um, it's um, it's it's very interesting, though. I I think I think that this topic is is very game centric and. What you need for 
fate or what you need for Savage Worlds is way different than what you need for any of the D&Ds, which is very different from what you need for any of the any of the Palladiums. Oh, and inside the Palladiums, it's very different from a lot of the other Palladiums. <laughs> I would say, though, that the, at least the Palladium systems roughly are similar. Really, yes. on the whole, they all have the same stats. They all have the same basic mm-hmm. combat stuff with a few variations. I, and you can apply the same approach if you were playing like an old school OSR game or uh, AD&D versus second edition. Yeah. Like it's the same approach to building character and building, you know, buying your equipment list at the start of the game kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although they had vastly fewer skills. I think there are advantages and, you know, I made light of it earlier, but there are advantages to just the simple pen and paper. One, you will never have to update it. Your device will never run out of battery. You will, you will never lose the password to the form that you're sending. You know, there's just, there's so many less ways beyond fire or water or loss, which means you have to go outside of your house for that to happen. I own a rabbit. I don't need to go outside of my house to lose paper. (laughs) Fair, fair. But um, it seems to me a much more foolproof way of of just dealing with it. And also at the end of it, you have a doodle to work at, at you, you have something that you've scribbled in the margins. You have something that you've drawn little designs on. You have little notes and little maps and all the things put on it. And if it's a long enough thing, you begin to have an illuminated manuscript <laughs> and you just, you really can't do that with a PDF. You really can't do that with an iPad. And it's, it's just, it's, it's fuller and it's deeper and it's richer. Actually, I can do that very easily with a PDF and a tablet. Modern, yeah, but I've seen your basement and not so mine. So often. <laughs> yeah. Okay, allow me to reiterate. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't even get my voice to come through half the time. I know, but you're an old man who who doesn't embrace technology. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I embrace it. It's just covered with grease and keeps going everywhere. (laughs) I'll tell you, dude, honestly, and as an aside, I live in terror of that day, the day where I'm like, and I programmed the VCR. How? And it's just, (laughs) fuck, dude, it's, it's coming and it's coming for us all. But I mean, it is, it is a, a strange thing to realize that one day you will, you will be, helpless against modern tech you will not understand you 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 have a certain amount of iterations that you can fill up in your mind of how things work and the the more plastic your mind is the more iterations you have but you still have a finite amount you know and that day will come so uh where is the the topic doc (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of topic back to character sheets there are some Decent fan-made character sheets that I've seen for Palladium's games. I think the two that stand out most, especially to me, there's one that I found on DeviantArt from a fella um, who has actually, I think, done work in several Palladium books. It was by the name of Madman Mike. Oh, yes. He's made some Pathfinder-style Palladium sheets. So they have a much more modern presentation, uh, a lot more, um, less cramped 
Unfortunately, that also means less information, but still, they're, they're basic sheets. I use them whenever I play games at conventions and one-shots because I find that they give exactly enough that this player needs to worry about for the next four hours of play. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a problem with them that I was going to say, uh, bring up earlier when we were talking about printing. They have colored backgrounds. Oh, uh, and I, uh, I hate God that so much. Why do they do that? I, yeah. I just want a simple black and white sheet. I understand wanting something pretty, but I think that should no, be. No, 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 an no, no, no. And anyone who can program that in should know better. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who can put that together has used a printer, has bought toner. They should know better. Yeah. Bad. Bad people. Why you step on the creative class like that, Matthew? (laughs) Because I can. (laughs) The other sheet that I want to give a call out to is from a fellow on Reddit who goes by Shonic Burn, who has made this very, very slick, modern Rifts character sheet that's multi-pages and has spots dedicated for all different kinds of things. Those sheets are badass. I don't think he's updated them in a year or more, but uh, they took some inspiration from the original 5e format and then just like riftified it and made it a bit more tech looking. And it's it's beautiful there. It is a beautiful sheet. Again, it's rifts specific and it's multiple pages. If that's your thing, go for it. Is there a uh, Chaos Earth character sheet out there that is like got three quarters done and is missing the last quarter? I would say that since it is clearly a complete role playing game, that character sheet has got to be in the book. It's got to be. It's a complete role playing. I really, I, I really like the running, the extending of the gags. <laughs> Truly do. It's, it's, uh. Uh, but personally, I want to give a shout out to. Me and uh, another of our listeners, Holly, who's also in our Saturday game. Uh, The two of us have been putting together a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet to make characters for Palladium Fantasy First Edition. It's so nice having it, just being able to put in your stats, select your basic choices and select your skills and it handles all of the calculations. It's wonderful. Now you can just get it to output to a printable character sheet. Well, it's fine when I print it. Yeah. I'll have to play with it. I must be getting a bad margin call then. Just an old man bad at technology. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say I holds up number two pencil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know when my day is coming. I can see it on the horizon. I have an idea. I'm, I'm pretty positive it's going to be related to making use of AI tech. I just don't want to. I don't think yeah. it's that I don't understand it. I just don't want it. It's it's okay, guys. Yeah. When when the uprising comes and the Luddites are your only hope left, just rest assured, I have an entire stump worth of number two pencils. <laughs> I, I, I have pounds of erasers. Yeah. Oh, I, I've never used a dice roller in my life because they are, in fact, the devil. <laughs> like I just, it's, it's, it's. I, I can take it camping and not have to worry about power. And that, yeah. that's if you also, utterly unrelated side note, if you have never uh, 
gamed under the stars with pen, paper, dice, and by firelight, may I highly recommend that experience to you. It, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah. Yep. Nothing like trying to find a die, die by moonlight. <laughs> Go in the dark dice, man. It's my... It's my travel dice, so it's like this big too. That oh, makes extra special. You got to get this glow in the dark dice. Yep. Have them, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think we have talked about this as much as we can. Yep. Any final thoughts, folks? Yeah, mine is clearly superior and it works in every system. You can beat reeds and lay them out in the sun and then char a stick and you got it. Jacob? <laughs> you know, um, I... <laughs> I do have a love for the old pen, uh, pen and paper, and as someone who in his early, early days could not even afford a nickel to go down to the grocery store to use the copier that they had in the lobby, uh, and was literally tracing out character sheets by laying over the thinnest college rule I could uh-huh. and doing wow, that. That gives me <laughs> sudden shivers of memory. I mean, oh. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie about where I started. That's where I started. Now I, you know, as a history of, of being a pro GM, running online, doing therapeutic GM and learning the power of computer tools to make it more approachable for folks. I tend to be super, super flexible, and I know what works for me doesn't work for other folks. Uh, most people don't want to carry around 12 pages like I do for every single character. Um, but, you know, it's there's a lot of good things out there. Find out what works for you and your game master and roll with it. For my characters, I like pen and paper. It's the easiest thing to do. However... I've been gaming for a very long time, and I generally know the systems that I'm playing well enough that all I need is a few notes and a sheet of paper. If I am running a game, chances are I'm running an old game, but for new players, because that's what I like to do. I, especially with Palladium, I do my best to bring in new players, people who are not experienced with it already. For that, I always encourage the use of as modern a sheet as can be acquired to better fit their expectations of gaming and make it more comfortable for them to learn something new. And as much as I hate graphical noise on character sheets, I do like evocative character sheets. For instance, the there is a uh, Palladium Recon character sheet out there that is entirely done in the typeset used by U.S. Army-issued oh. typewriters from the Vietnam era. And so if you can grab those tiny things on a functional character sheet, I love it. Dungeon Crawl Classics expansion uh, American Survival Guide has one of the most chaotic and cool-looking character sheets. Now, finding anything on it? can be kind of a pain in the ass but it that sheet evokes the the just the sheer inanity of the setting mm-hmm. perfectly is it the the tan recon character sheet uh, i believe so that's so cool <laughs> i'm it? looking at it right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and close this out uh we wish to once again invite all of you to join us on discord Drop into our very active channels and tell us your own character sheet preferences. Tell us the stories of the character sheets that you still hold on to from those days. Show us pictures of this gnarled, mustard-stained, beer-colored <laughs> sheet, and uh, maybe we'll show you ours, too. 
Yeah, and sh- definitely, definitely share the links to your favorite character sheets out there on the web. Uh, you know, we're always looking for the next great character sheet, the something that solves a problem people didn't realize we had with character sheets. So if you can find it, uh, you know, throw it out there. Tell us why you like I it. I was absolutely going to echo that, yeah. And if anyone is a genius and really wants to spend the next 40 years of their life compiling every known way to play a character in the Palladium setting into one massive, pathable, choosable, drop-down, menuable character sheet, you would be the unsung hero, and there are worse things you can do with your life. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you, if you did that, you would matter. You would be important. You would matter to us. And yeah, we love you. I mean, you, 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 you could be one more person with like a hobby or a muscle car or whatever inane thing you do that brings you some sort of joy. Or you could be the person that brought joy to millions by making the perfect Palladium role-playing game character sheet. So get to it. Because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Starships, magic, mystic martial arts, romance. All of these can be found in A Cloak of Blades by Isaac Sher. You might have heard my name before. I've done a lot of voiceover work for Breakfast Puppies. And I've recently released my first novel. It's available on Amazon as an ebook and paperback. And you can get it for free if you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription. I do hope you'll support my work as you're supporting Breakfast Puppies. And it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Have a good one. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, The Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Don't stop recording because I, I need to say something. I love when whenever I say something that uh, has a lot of, of triggering potential around it. I like how you you're, you're normally a, a fairly mobile person when you're talking into the mic. And I like how you. 
where you just freeze and you open your eyes and you go, is this the time this fucking redneck goes and alienates the entire fan base? Do I have to edit this shit? I'm like, no, no. Decent monkey. Decent monkey. Frantically checking to make sure we're not accidentally streaming live. Uh, no, it's it's just so funny to me because you, you are, you're very animated. I love what you, you, you don't even blink. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>